Hello and welcome to the third and final episode re-released in my little mini break series from the archives of the podcast. Today's topic is how to create unshakable self-belief and I am sharing with you three big barriers that I personally faced when it came to cultivating unshakable self-belief and improving my confidence. This is such a universal topic that no matter what point you're at in your personal development, you can always be refreshing, you can always be growing, you can always be working on. And I know many of you listening to this re-released episode will resonate. I do mention a free workshop inside this one that I had And that workshop is obviously been and gone and doesn't exist. But I do want to mention here at the beginning that I will be doing something free. I'm not sure what yet in September. So stay tuned for another free workshop that will be around the corner. And in terms of working together this summer, I have both three or six month one-to-one programs available and single sessions too. So if you just want a single session, if you want to book a breathwork and energy healing session, please reach out and inquire and we can get you booked in. If you're interested in a longer term container where we can really go deep and create like lasting, incredible transformation for you in your life, then check out the show notes for the info on my one-to-one coaching, all the info you need on what's included, previous client testimonials. If you have any questions on that, let me know in my DMs or you can email us at support at cathorrocks.com and I will speak to you very soon. I'll be back next week with a brand new shiny episode, but I really hope you've enjoyed this re-release mini-series. Welcome to the Put Yourself First podcast. This community is all about empowering women like you to put yourself first and achieve your goals so you can live your next level life. I'm your host, Kat Horrocks, a mindset and success coach dedicated to changing women's lives worldwide in the work that I do. On this podcast, you can expect interviews with leading experts in the fields of personal development, business and career success, mindset, spirituality, well-being, and so much more, along with insights and behind the scenes access to my own story and the techniques and tools I use with my private clients. So you can level up in every area of your life. If you're ready to create and manifest your vision and watch your goals become your reality, then you're in the right place. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Today, I wanted to talk about my journey with self, self-worth, specifically the barriers that I experienced and the the key struggles that I faced and how I overcame them. So you'll walk away today 
hopefully resonating with at least one of these things and you'll have something actionable to take away and apply to your life so that you can see a difference in your confidence and self-worth. I do want you to know that if you're struggling right now with your confidence, there is a way out. You have so much potential and you are so capable of becoming a more confident version of yourself. It is wired in your DNA that you are infinitely capable, you have infinite potential, you are worthy of so much more than you give yourself credit for and if you are struggling with this right now I just want to say up front I've been there it's shit <laughs> it hurts it's hard it holds you back at work it holds you back in relationships it holds you back in social life it holds you back in general and there is a way out the first thing I want to say and the first thing that I classically really really struggled with and put a lot of give gave a lot of weight to was external validation i think external validation is such a barrier to true unshakable self-belief and self-worth because of the very nature of the because of the very nature of validation you know, the the only person who can ever validate you is yourself, truly. And we get into really murky territory when we seek external validation and we rely on something outside of ourselves in order to be good enough, in order to feel worthy, in order to know we've done a good job or know we are enough, know we are worthy. The trouble with external validation and to give an example, to give some examples, this might be you only feel confident at work when a colleague or your boss gives you positive feedback or you only feel like you're doing well in your business if your parents are proud of you. <laughs> raising my hand on that one that was something I that crippled me for so many years maybe you only feel you only feel good enough as a partner if your you know romantic partner um pays you a ton of compliments or you know the person you're dating like text you back all that kind of stuff when we're looking outside of ourselves and seeking validation from external places, that is a really dangerous place to be because that is conditional. Because I know this is this is tough this is a tough life lesson, but it's really important. Other people's validation, other people's acceptance, other people's pride, other people's opinion of you, other people's, you know, yes, this is great, you're great, you're good enough, you've done a good job. Other people's stuff is conditional because 
if you weren't performing well at work, your colleague wouldn't praise you and wouldn't give you good feedback. If you aren't, you know, if you're having a quiet month in your business, then your family aren't going to turn around and say, great job. If you're, you know, if you're dating someone who's avoidant and emotionally unavailable, they're not going to text you back or they're going to, you know, play mind games or whatever. We've all been, we've all been there. And so if we're basing our, our self-worth and the belief we have in ourselves on conditional and external validation, that is a dangerous game to play. And the, the sooner you can notice this, the better. Because when you realise you're craving that, first of all, it's totally normal to crave that. It's a part of being a human being and craving that connection. We're hardwired for connection. So it's, you know, it's a survival mechanism. This is like primitive, you know, survival instinct I'm talking about here that is hardwired in your DNA. So it's hardwired within you to be, to be like perceived as sexy to a romantic partner. It's hardwired within you to be perceived as worthy of love and affection from your family because you needed that to survive. You literally needed that to survive. And so when we're adults, we're like, oh, well, why, why am I so, why do I get so caught up on my family's opinion of my career or my business or my relationship or whatever? That is why. <laughs> because that's how you learn. That's how you learn to survive. And surviving often means being, you know, being, receiving love and acceptance, receiving that validation. So the quicker you can be aware of it, the better. And how we tackle this is we become, and I'm going to touch on this a little bit in another point, we become self-resourced. So there's a reason you seek that external validation because you perceive that that validation is required in order for you to be good enough. So I need my family to tell me I'm doing a good job because that means they love me. That means they accept me. And we need to get clear on the opposite of that. So what are you afraid of in the absence of that validation? What are you afraid of in the absence of that validation? So in the absence of your family members being proud of you in your career, that is possibly abandonment. Maybe if the absence of validation on social media from your community, the absence of that validation looks like rejection or failure you know, my business is failing because I've not got the validation 
of people buying from me. Maybe with a romantic partner, it's the fear of rejection. Maybe it's the fear of judgment. That's a big one that comes up. That's often tied into most most validation. You know, we want it's we want that connection. We want to be acceptable, and so if we, you know, if we didn't receive that praise or that that validation in some way, that would mean we are being negatively judged. We are being painted in a bad light. So you need to get clear on what you're afraid of because we can work with that. And how we work with that is what are you afraid of and how can you protect yourself from that? How can you, or I should say, how can you provide that security for yourself with yourself? So... I cannot, you know, going back to what I said about the conditional, the conditional element of that external validation, I cannot, I cannot say that I will always be accepted by other people. I cannot say that I will never be judged. I cannot say that I will never be abandoned or I will never be rejected because A, that validation is conditional based on that person's perception and that person's view of what is and isn't worthy of that validation. And so if I, through my conscious doing or not, if I am not deemed to be worthy of receiving that validation, I am not going to receive it. So it's very, it's very conditional and that means that I cannot rely on it in order to feel worthy because the fact of life is I am going to be judged, I am going to be rejected, I am going to be abandoned and so how do I move through the world without living in total fear of these things? I give myself the security within myself that I will never do those things to myself and if I do I will always come back to myself. So if I fear abandonment which was a big big one for me I will literally say to myself Kat I will never abandon you. I will never ever fucking give up on you Kat. I am with you till the end. If you fear rejection, you know, in in social in social circles, in a romantic relationship, even if I am rejected, I will never reject myself. I will always say yes to myself. Even if other people judge me, I will from today choose not to judge myself. I will choose to speak kindly to myself. I will choose to back myself, to be my own cheerleader. Whatever you're seeking externally, you need to give that to yourself. And how you do that is up to you. 
but you just gotta do it. Like I say, whether it's physic, like just literally saying it out loud as if you're, you know, you're talking to yourself or whether it's through actions, how can you give that security to yourself? Because when you start to do this over time, you're validating yourself. And the beauty of this is that is unconditional. Because as I say, even if, you know, even if my business failed tomorrow, I'm still fucking back myself. Even if everyone around me is like, wow, Kat, you have messed up. You are a hot mess. You have nothing left. I, I could still wake up and say, you know what? I've messed up. This is going to shit. And I back myself. And I choose not to judge myself through this. I choose never to abandon myself. I'm going to pick myself up. I'm going to speak kindly to myself. My thoughts, my actions, the words that I speak to myself are going to reflect that validation, that unconditional validation. So, so important. The next thing I want to talk about is something that I like to call facts versus assumptions. And I think this may this may be part of the workshop, but I need to talk about it here. A lot of the time when it comes to self-belief and just general, I would say general negative self-talk or general, you know, negative thoughts, assumptions are rife. They are like a poison in your mind and I'm sure many of you can relate if you struggle with this. You give it an inch and it takes nine. You know, you you give it a second of thought, you give it a small amount of weight and then it just runs away with itself and suddenly you've got this inner monologue of this whole situation that you have made up in your head that doesn't even exist. It's not happened yet and it's probably never going to happen but you've let yourself run away with assumptions So addressing the facts versus the assumptions is really key in cultivating that self-belief and that that unshakable self-belief. Because if you can confidently say, this is something I am assuming, I am holding my hands up and saying, I have assumed this, I am assuming this worst case scenario and quite honestly, that is some BS because this isn't true, this isn't a fact, this isn't happening, I'm anticipating something that may not even ever happen and I can put my hands up and say this is an assumption on my part. That is a really empowering place to be because from there we have a choice. We have a choice moving forward how do we want to approach that assumption what do we want to what do we want to say in response to those assumptions because we can choose to say oh no like maybe you're right maybe that will happen or we can choose to say but has that has that actually happened is that true 
What evidence do we have to support that? We have a lot of evidence to not support that, actually. We have a lot of evidence to prove the complete opposite. And if we're basing things on assumptions, there's 10 other assumptions that are actually more self-serving and allow me to sleep tonight and not be running around with thoughts in my head. The irony is the assumption is always the most negative, you know, the worst case scenario. When in reality, if you're going to consider the worst case scenario, you also must consider the best case scenario. Otherwise, that's just illogical and not fair to yourself. If you're going to let your mind run away, you may as well let it run away with the best possibilities and not just the worst case scenario. So, and I used to be a master of that, (laughs) a master of that worst case scenario. So my favourite thing to do, and I've shared this with many of my one-to-one clients, if you're listening, you might remember, really challenge those assumptions and really address those facts. So you can get a piece of paper out when you're doing this and you can write down all of the thoughts. If you want to just brain dump the thoughts, amazing. Or if it serves you better to make two columns and write, you know, facts and facts under one and assumptions under the other. Or if you brain dump them, you can put like an F and an A next to them. Get really clear on the facts of the situation and the assumptions that your mind is telling you. So let's say, I'm trying to think of a real life example. So something that I might have, and to be honest, you know, this still trips me up. I might worry, I'm the master at putting pressure on myself. That is a real, I'm really good at that. (laughs) That is one of my skills, um, putting pressure on myself. So maybe I am putting pressure on myself to like outperform my last launch or to, you know, go above and beyond in some way in my business. I know many of you will experience this in your business or in your work, classic overachiever. So I might be worrying about not doing that currently. Maybe I'm worrying because I've not hit a certain target or a part, like my brain is telling me halfway through, do action in that, it's not going to work or you're not going to, you're not going to get there, you're not going to hit it. So in that situation, I would write out what are the facts here, what is actually happening. So I'm, you know, it's during a launch, okay. I previously have done XYZ. I have set a target to do XYZ, which is, you know, 50% more or whatever. Currently, I am at XYZ, you know, where are we at? What is the real, what is currently in front of us? What is happening right now? Facts, 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 facts. (laughs) What are the assumptions? The assumption is I'm not going to get there. The assumption is I can't do it. The assumption is I'm not good enough. The assumption is people aren't going to, you know, no one else is going to sign up. The assumption is 
I'm going to be judged. The assumption is then it's going to have failed. The assumption is, you know, keep going and keep going and keep going. You just want to get all of those irrational thoughts out onto the page. And then we start to look at challenging those. So you will often have a list in front of you full of assumptions and this is now where you have that choice with how you want to move forward. So some questions to ask yourself might be, what evidence do I have to support that? What evidence do I have to support that this is a failure or I'm rubbish or I'm not good enough? What evidence do I have to support the opposite? Because as I said, we always want to hit that balance. We always need to see the other side to the story. So if I am telling myself, you're not good enough, you're not going to do it, you're going to fail, it's going to flop. And the evidence is, well, in the past, I've always done it. In the past, I've gone above and beyond. And currently, I'm on track. The only thing here that is, you know, based in any fact are really positive things. And equally, how do I know? You know, how do I know? Who told me that? Who decided that? (laughs) No one, just me. So writing out those assumptions is a really great exercise to do. And something that I will often do from there is I'll get you, like I said there, to look at and challenge and reframe the negative assumptions. So if you're going to assume, you may as well assume the best because which is going to get, like, which is going to make you feel better? Which is going to get you further? Because if you're showing up assuming the best, then you're going to show up with a totally different energy than if you were assuming the worst. I always love to think of, you know, a colleague or a friend or a family member or even just some randomer on the street. If someone makes like a sharp comment or they look at you a certain way or they have, you know, maybe they sigh in conversation with you or whatever, that is a classic example of your mind running away with you. Oh my God, they hate me. They're upset with me. This is terrible. I've upset them. What have I said? How dare they be upset with me? And we end up on this whole like internal monologue, almost arguing with the person in our head when all they did was frown at us or say a certain comment. And the assumptions here are always the worst. But a more helpful assumption would be, oh, they seem in a bad mood today. I wonder if they're stressed. I wonder if they're they're having a shit day. Maybe I should ask them that. Maybe I should ask them if they're okay and be open about that. Maybe I should address my negative assumptions and say, you you seem upset, are you okay? That is going to serve me so much better in that situation than if I had made it all about me and if I'd gone off on this like 
illogical tangent worrying about everything this is just a better way to live your life <laughs> assuming the best call me you know call me Pollyanna call me um unrealistic whatever I don't care <laughs> because I know that having this groundedness and showing up in the world thinking the best of people and giving people the benefit of the doubt and giving myself the benefit of the doubt and focusing on the facts not assumptions that serves me and allows me to feel good and feel more confident and reduces my negative self-talk so perhaps give it a go if you worry with this as well the last thing I wanted to talk about is outsourcing your power. This is such a foundation of low self-esteem, poor self-belief. So many of us outsource our power. We, and this kind of, it, it, it feels like the same as external validation, but I think external validation is almost driven by like the ego. So you've done a great job. You're good enough, badge of honor for you. You're attractive. You're great at your job, you know, gold star. Outsourcing power for me almost comes from like a deeper, deeper place of attaching, attaching our emotions our so our power our belief system our experience of the world based on external factors so i some examples i wrote down were i will be happy if or if this happens then i'll feel proud of myself when I'm earning this amount, then I'll be successful. When I lose this weight, then I'll be confident. If this inquiry turns out to be a new client, or if this interview is a yes and I get the job, then I'll be proud of myself. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll be good enough. Outsourcing the power when all of those things are already present within you, exclusive, like exclusive of anything happening outside of you. You are already worthy. You are already, you know, you are already capable of cultivating happiness, of cultivating, you know, abundance, of abundance is a feeling it's a state of mind and a lot of us put off celebrating ourselves and put off feeling pride and patting ourselves on the back and saying you know what I've worked I've worked I deserve this I love myself I'm really proud of myself we put off like we we set this goalpost of well, once I'm here, then I'm an abundant boss, successful babe. But once we get there, all we do is move the fucking goalpost. So it's like, oh no, well, I've got, I got that now, but now it's time to double that. 
and now it's time to to do this instead and to achieve this I see this with clients all of the time and it it shakes that foundation of of self-worth and self-belief because if we're never acknowledging our power if we're never come for first and foremost coming from that place of I am good enough I am worthy I am capable of you know I am responsible for my own happiness this this income or this business or this interview or this partner they are not responsible for my happiness I am and when we come from that place first and foremost that is solid ground that is what I mean by unshakable it's like that foundation that strong grounded foundation because what we're doing here is we're self-sourcing we're self-sourcing our power we're self-sourcing our happiness we're taking responsibility for that first knowing that outside of any aspect of our lives we are always we are always that you know we are always powerful we are always worthy this is separating you from your life and from your world so you like your abundance is not your job title your abundance is not you as this amazing self-sourcing beautiful capable incredible human being you are not your job title you are not your income you are not the money in your bank account you are not how many instagram followers you have you are not you know a swipe a fucking swipe on a dating app you are you (laughs) and you don't need any of those things to know that and when you know that first and foremost that stuff is great it's a bonus it's it's cool (laughs) you know it's nice we are not here to not enjoy life we are not here to to sit around and not want all of these things but if you are attaching you and your self-worth to those things that is shaky ground that is that is dangerous territory because if you are your job title and you lose your job who are you if you are the you know you let's call myself out as an example if i am my business if i am cat the coach cat the founder cat the you know coach of the put yourself first sisterhood if if i am if i am attaching myself as a human being to those things who am i without that this is like an identity crisis that so many people fall into hello midlife crisis you know that is a a cliche for a reason because we chase these external things we outsource our power to these external things oh well then then I'll get the promotion and then I'll be good enough 
Oh great, got the promotion. Oh, that's done now. Time for the next promotion. Oh, well now I need to send the kids to private school. Now I need to do this. Now I need to sort my pension out. Now I need to, you know, get this next house up. Now I need to get this nice car. Outsource, outsource, outsource. I am my job title. I am my income. I am, you know, how good I am a parent or whatever. Constantly outsourcing. When in reality, you are you even if all of that goes away tomorrow. And that, I think, is a real challenge for many people because we don't want to consider that. We don't want to consider who we'd have to be, who we are without our job, without our family, without our, you know, where we live, without any of those things that as, you know, as human beings and as a community, we do build our identity around these things. But, and that's really healthy and a beautiful thing, but it's when it becomes imbalanced and you are outsourcing you and attaching that to those situations because you are you regardless of any number of those things. And I don't really have like a, oh, just go and do this and then you can feel like that. with this one I think it's more a journey of self-discovery so I guess tying it all together that would be where something like the sisterhood or coaching would come into it because it's all about self-discovery and exploring who you are you know how do you what makes you tick what are your what are your negative thoughts? What is your negative self-talk? What does your inner critic hold you back from doing? What is important to you? All of these questions, whilst you might be like, oh, that's a lot to think about on a Monday morning, <laughs> this is how we begin to reconnect and remember. I think the word I'm looking for is remember who we are and that is a gift to give yourself to remember who you are before the world told you who to be before society said you you need this you need to do this in order to be good enough you need to say this you need to be the this type of parent you need to have this job to be successful before the world told you who to be, who were you, who are you? It's about this, you know, becoming that self-resourced human and taking radical responsibility for yourself starts with that, who am I? (laughs) Um, And part of, you know, to get you started on that journey, I would really look at like your values, what's most important to you? What did you love doing when you were a kid? What do you do like when you're on your own and no one can see you and no one's judging you, you know, no one's no one's looking at you? What are you like? Who are you? Um such an important such an important thing to consider and 
probably like the ongoing part of of self-belief is continually reconnecting with yourself in whatever way that looks for you journaling meditation um going for a walk in nature you know if you love to dance or run or do a certain workout doing that even for me just like lying with my eyes closed looking at the sun with sunglasses on and so like feeling the sun on my face it's those little moments where I'm like this is me like this is this is now and whatever way you connect with that and you can be present with with the now make time for that on a regular basis if you're working on your self-belief because it's all about the relationship that you have with yourself and from there we cultivate that belief that well obviously I'm worthy obviously I'm going to get that job obviously my business is going to be successful because I am this infinitely capable you know unlimited human being on this planet at this very moment of the history of the universe so I am literally a miracle (laughs) that is my that is my dream for you all to feel that so I hope this has given you some insight and sparked some food for thought for you as always share your takeaways with me screenshot your podcast app, share it on your Instagram stories or if you'd prefer to chat privately you can DM me, um, DM me your thoughts. I am sending you so much love and power and reminding you once again, final, last but not least, you are fucking incredible, you have got this, you can do this and I know it, you know it (laughs) and I know it. So have an amazing week and we will speak very soon. If you are here at the end of the episode, I am sending you so much love and gratitude for spending your time listening to the podcast this week. Make sure you're subscribed and following in your podcast app so you don't miss the next one. I would love for you to share your biggest takeaway from this episode with me on social media. So if you're over on Instagram, please tag me in your stories at cat underscore horrocks or just send me a DM. And if you agree that the impact and message behind the Put Yourself First podcast needs to be spread far and wide, please rate and review Put Yourself First in Apple Podcasts and share this episode on to a friend. To discover more about the Put Yourself First community, including how we can work together, head to cathorrocks.com or if you're on the go, check out the show notes for the links that you'll need. Have a wonderful day and don't forget to put yourself first.